Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Welcome to Kith and Tell, the podcast that will one day consume us all and bring about the end times. <laughs> Right. <laughs> As we do every week, we'll be reviewing every episode of The Kids in the Hall with witty banter and unmissable segments like mayonnaise, mayonnaise, <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> and this made me feel weird. I'm Hans Seidemann in Prince Rupert, British Columbia, and I'm joined as ever by Kalina McCortoff in London, England. Hello, Kalina. Gesundheit. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, also joining us today from Vancouver, BC, is Stu Derek Kotick. How's it going, Stu? Um, I'm good. The Derek's help. I'm good. Mm, glad to hear it. And finally, coming to us from some tropical locale in Hawaii, from also the past, is Trevor Record. <laughs> My life is better than yours. <laughs> it's true. Hey. All right, well, today we'll be reviewing episode five of season two, which aired on October 23rd, 1990. So let's kick off with our sketch rundown. Today we've got Jury of Ex-Girlfriends, where Bruce is accused of being an asshole, which is true. <laughs> uh, standoff, a police department sketch where Bruce and Mark protect and serve the local real estate market. Mm-hmm. Buddy Cole in jail, in which Buddy regales us with the tale of how he killed a drag queen with a hairpin while on acid. Then we have Insane Bank Robbery, where the Sizzler Sisters return to create romance and deposit a check. (laughs) Followed by Nice Day, another helping of delicious police department mayonnaise. Um, We then get the Chicken Lady Blind Date, the introduction of the Chicken Lady and her voracious appetites. Gravel and grubs, gravel and grubs, (laughs) I love eating my gravel and grubs. Is is Garrett working today? Then we have Hash Dealers, in which Kevin narks on some harmless dealers and gets what's coming to him. Uh, (laughs) Locked Key Inside Car, our final installment of the police department triptych today. Life's Greatest Moments, where Kevin lists some of life's wonderful experiences. And finally, A Trial Where Nobody's Guilty, a story of a judge who's maybe not as cynical as Mr. District Attorney. (laughs) Mr. District. (laughs) Good one. Good Dave. Um... So let's dive in with a segment we like to call This Made Me Feel Weird. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about the Buddy Cole in jail bit that essentially kicked off the show for all intents and purposes. Um, There were a few elements to this sketch that weirded me out and left me feeling uneasy about the bit overall. First, Buddy talks about the drag queen in some terms that kind of felt gross to me, um, but I, I, I couldn't quite tell if that was intended or not, if I was misreading it. But he follows that up by describing his relationship with his cellmate Leon as... Based on a lot of fantasy, I pretend that he rapes me, and he rapes me. Uh, He also had a line where he says, I fell in love with him from his first words to me, which were, it's going to happen anyway, you might as well go with it, or something to that effect. I think Um, we're both in, it's like you're in here, you might as well. No, it's it's, more coercive. You don't have a choice or something like that. Like, it's not not good. Anyways... I, I feel like Buddy always walks that treacherous tightrope. Oh, um, yes. But in this bit, I found the subject matter. And I, you know, I, I don't feel like you went too far off on the wrong track that it merited a whole uh, does this hold up bit. But it, it did 
the subject matter was so dark uh, that it was tough to really come along with him. And I was wondering, was this just me or did this land better for any of you? Stu, why don't you kick us off with your thoughts? No, I'm with you on this one. And I think the thing, <laughs> this is a weird thing to say in these words in this order, but like we used to joke around prison rape all the time. That was a very mm. acceptable joke to make. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just a touchstone. And like we know Scott Thompson likes to push the envelope with humor, especially with his buddy Cole character. To me, I don't like it because I'm like, it's so easy. It's like, oh, you're in jail and you made a prison rape joke. Yeah, yeah. dope. Like, no, I, I think think that you're really right there, Stu, too, because like, you're thinking like, oh, it's going too far, but it's like, no, back then this was very common. It was yeah. middle of the road humor. Well, I don't know because when you, it is a live sketch, and you can hear the audience reacting. And when he makes some of those most uncomfortable bits, like even the live audience doesn't feel like they're entirely with him at the time. But I, you know, but like I wonder if that's because I mean, it's not being like, oh, you go into prison and this happens. He's like, oh, this happened to me, which I think is like where it changes the the narrative of the joke for people at that time. Also, we can't use that as a barometer entirely because Buddy often does not get as many live True. recording laughs as other skits do. I do feel like maybe part of it, though, was because of the specificity of the story. It's not just like, haha, I dropped the soap. It's like, mm-hmm this particular person tells me it's going to happen. And you know what I mean? Like that, I feel. No, I think you, you, you put the line out. Exactly. He, I pretend that he rapes me and then he rapes me. Just like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so he's just being more explicit about a joke that was pretty common there. Cause like the dropping the soap thing is something you would hear on like a late night comedy show all the time. And so mm, he's just totally. being more explicit about it. Um, you know, I'd also like to acknowledge for Scott Thompson, if he is listening, that yes, every time a buddy sketch comes up, there is a panel discussion about whether or not the buddy sketch was <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> and yeah, know he hates it. was created in 2018 by some frail millennials <laughs> who focus all their attacks on a transgressive queer character and wish that they all they had to talk about on this show was the silly sketches where goofy boys wear chicken costumes. So, <laughs> I mean, like this She's show... She's fighting the patriarchy, man. Yeah. I think that's real progressive. Yeah, so I think, I mean, the thing is, it like plays on those like male prison stereotypes, mm-hmm. as, we've, yeah. as we've already said. And like, he interestingly like does also the whole like justify the guy's actions by talking about how bad he came out because of his terrible childhood, which wasn't just like a normally <laughs> yeah. bad childhood, but he says quote was in the papers. Oh, so yeah, um, yeah. I actually kind of liked that because Canada used to have a real problem with othering felons for a very mm-hmm. long no, time. No, but that's that's what I'm saying is like I think I think it's indicative of like the stereotypes oh, that were taking place at the time. Well, and the other when you mentioned the, the in the papers like when they it says he had a bad childhood it was in the papers. Uh I don't know about the rest of you. I read that as meaning that like he was uh, a victim that yeah. of, of a crime that was so notorious that it was in the papers and and oh yeah no I, I, I read that I, as I don't abuse. know I, maybe I'm reading it exactly I'm reading way too much into it maybe no, but no. It, it felt no. to me like it was like child abuse or molestation or something like that That's, which is I like just a, took it to mean like maybe his parents were also put into jail I don't know yeah yeah no, but, I don't know I read it as as even darker than that I think but, but I read it as to be like you were supposed to even this person who is violently molesting me and that is the joke you were supposed to feel sympathy for him which was a weird and kind of interesting angle to take yeah but i mean i don't know overall i feel like because it's buddy the way he's delivering it with that kind of 
weird lightheartedness, especially when he explains that it'll be almost 40 years when he gets out of prison. But hey, look on the bright side. I don't have to pay rent. I'm in love. Life is good. (laughs) So like it just makes those sort of throwaway optimistic comments. Those those ones allow you to listen to the sketch and maybe even miss the darker bits if you're not paying close enough attention. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, and it's worth pointing out because this is a podcast that I mean, as this whole sketch is going on, Buddy is wearing some sort of like prison hat that he's turned up and stuck a feather through (laughs) that he's probably snatched from his cell window uh, frame. And he's also carrying what appears to be some sort of pewter cocktail glass that he's fashioned out of like a a lunch tray, maybe. I don't know. So I thought it'd be like a spoon. Uh, Yeah, who knows? But so it's like, you know, it it is obviously trying to kind of find lighthearted humor in this. And and it does it does get better when it's followed up at the very end with with his uh, his pleading not guilty to the murder and getting off scot free at the end of the episode. But um, yeah, but it just I don't know. It it, it was (laughs) it was that. (laughs) It, it was a tricky one, uh, and I'm glad we could talk about it a bit. Trevor, did you have more to before, add? Before we go on to the next part, I, I just want to ask, uh, you said there was something you didn't like about the drag queen part, too. Could you go over that? Well, he mentions that he, he kind of mentions that he's going to this, I think, Peggy Lee concert. And it was a sh- and he says something about it's the show, a show that straight people go to or something like that. But then he mentions being in the front row and the performer coming out. And he says, like, I was disgusted, obviously, or something like that, you know, and it's and it, it's funny. Well, not funny, haha, but like funny in a in a kind of a makes you wonder kind of way, because it, um, you know, drag performers like nowadays in 2018, drag is very much of the moment. RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race is winning Emmys and and drag seems like a totally normal and and like very progressive and great thing to do. But it's it's worth pointing out that especially, you know, in the early in the 80s and even the early 90s, like drag even within the gay community was was still pretty transgressive and kind of, you know, it, it was and and it wasn't an early way for trans people to kind of express themselves yeah. went before before being trans was really a known and accepted thing. So I think even within the gay community, um, you know, it was it was looked down or frowned upon a little bit as being like too far. And I and it mm. made me I I I, I couldn't quite you know, be sure that that's how he was framing his reaction yeah. to it, but it kind of it kind of felt like it, and so it kind of gave me the skivvies. But I I wasn't going to judge him too harshly because I I couldn't know for sure. And again, we're watching this thirty years later, so Hans. it's it's t- it's I'm not going to judge him for that. But it it did it did make my skin crawl a little an, bit. An alternative perspective, because when I heard that, I just thought he was being catty as shit. I mean, it could be that too, right? I was just like, oh, she barely had her paint together. But he also just kind of insults her a lot. Oh, yeah, the, no, the it's, drag it's performer, Because he says, like, he says, like, it, you know, he stabs her and kills her with a needle. But he's like, her, but her performance didn't suffer a bit. And it's like, you know, partly that might be because when drag performers are doing these kinds of things, they're lip syncing. So the music may, he might be alluding to the fact that the music's still playing. I think and he Peggy was saying Lee that. still belting out her She tune. was a bad performer. But it could also be read as, like, her performance was so bad that me killing her didn't make a difference yeah. you know which is like oh you know like yeah, I, I, don't read, know. I read it that way more so yeah which is like again that like it, it 
you know, um, again, not a term that would have been used there, but it kind of felt like it was bleeding into kind of turf territory, which which made me it just made me uncomfortable. I don't know if that's it, but, you know, it, without without. And so I'm not going to judge, but it did it did make me feel weird. Hey, that's, Sorry, that's what the is turf territory? I don't know what that is. Turf? Oh, turf. Uh, Trans exclusionary radical, radical feminist. feminist. Yeah, which is Thank you, not a boys. term that existed back then. I don't even know, right? But right. Uh, but anyways, it kind of it, it had that yeah. vibe to it, and so I was like, uh, and I, I I can't say that that's what it was. I'm not trying to go back and judge it 30 years later, but it did make me it did make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 maybe a too sensitive millennial. Who knows? So this made you feel weird. <laughs> it made me feel weird. I'm glad <laughs> we can talk about it a little bit. Okay, let's move on to something a lot more fun, uh, which is our next segment. <laughs> which I've titled Mayonnaise, Mayonnaise, Yum, Yum, Yum. (laughs) So regular listeners will know that I love the sketches that are almost intentionally bland and rest almost entirely on a shallow premise. Premise! Premise! (laughs) I knew you had me that's come out, you know, most frequently in the Helen sketches. Uh, but we haven't we haven't seen the Helens in a while. Thank God. But it occurred to me that the police department sketches are a very mayonnaise set of sketches as well. And I really love that there are these tiny little delightful vignettes that just have one funny thing to say and then they move on to the rest of the episode. So I'm wondering, how do the rest of you feel about them? Are you starting to love the mayonnaise like me or am I wrong to put them in the same category to begin with? Trevor, what do you think? Uh, my fiance sort of pointed out recently that the sketches that we call mayonnaise uh, are really just the kind of like goofy nonsense Bruce sketches that kind of only last for a little moment but where we get salty about them is where it's like the helens and it just keeps coming again and again and again uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. or the or yeah. the the cops where it comes again and again and again and really like we actually tend to all universally like them if they're one-offs like the daves i know is kind of a goofy nonsense sketch but there's that's mm. not a mayonnaise that's, that's no a that's that's, a that's got too much effort to be a mayonnaise yeah that's a mustard <laughs> no for sure. but they all have a same kind of like really it's just goofy nonsense non sequitur sketches right where there there's a kind of common oh, line between no, for me that the mayonnaise be is, is the re- no. repetition too the mayonnaise yeah yeah part let's let's agree is... that trevor's wrong and clean it <laughs> <Trevor's wrong. laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I mean, God, it's, it's, it's funny. It's one of those things that you're like, how do you describe the mayonnaise sketches? And where do you draw the line? And it's very specific. And yet somehow we've drawn this out. Into it's like at art. Least two we know seasons. it when we taste yeah. it. You know? yeah. I mean, I, mean, I am. I like the idea of Hans I tasting feel art. bad that Hans has taken like most of the brunt on the, the mayonnaise love because I'm usually always on the side of the creamy yeah, spread. Yeah, you are. Right. The thing I will say mm. that like bar a few things, like I would say country doctor is mayonnaise. Uh-huh. I would also mm. say Daryl is mayonnaise. I might disagree yeah. with you there. I don't know but if I, I agree yeah. at all. No, <laughs> but we're, it's maybe it's maybe you know mir- miracle whip. Maybe I don't know. Okay, okay, fair enough. But you know, if it wasn't for that kind of balance of light and dark, we wouldn't have the kids in the hall. Like mm. even within one sketch, like Buddy in jail, you have this balance between like goofily light. And like griddly dark. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what I quite like about the police department sketches is actually, as I've said before, or probably will say, is like how Canadian it is. And I don't know if there are ever references the RCMP, but never once did I think there's supposed to be two American cops. They were OPP. Yeah. And if stereotypes. And if stereotypes of Canadian cops aren't fundamentally mayonnaise, <laughs> that I don't know what is. True, very true. Yeah, you're right. Stu's right. They're they're definitely Ontario provincial police, okay. and I love I love gotcha. that they 
that they, you know, for a show that was airing in America, were very, were very obviously not just generic police, but they were OPP. They were OPP. But this is a thing they started in season two. We just mentioned this earlier, but like they start to out themselves Canadian. I think because they initially were like, we'll pretend we're American, we'll sell a million copies, you'll be a big (laughs) star. And then they were like, no, you're a bunch of weirdos. And then they're like, yeah, whatever, we'll just do our Canadian shit. Um, I, uh, resent you, Hans, just in general, <laughs> but specifically Aww, for this Hans. one, because you're trying to shoehorn your garbage mayonnaise in here by attaching it to police department, which is so different from Helen's, mm, which is the no. quintessential mayonnaise garbage. Because Helen's is just one note. They are standing in a field. It's the same shot. It is the same punchline. Police department at least has a little bit. We had the chase earlier, which was a multi-shot scene. You know, we have these, like, um, the standoffs and stuff like that. Like, at least there's a little bit of a development. Sometimes they just have the zingers, but I think it's, it's a lot more what flesh so you out. don't you don't think that the police department it counts as mayonnaise Listen, i mean this, this is helen's are straight up mayonnaise out of the jar yes, that you're eating with no your question. hands like a goddamn animal and this <laughs> one is like i eat this is like a like, i eat helen mayonnaise <laughs> like other people eat peanut butter just with a spoon out of the jar no with your with your paws man uh, and i see this as like like i see police department as like a dip like it's been prepared it's put in a like i wouldn't judge i would judge you a little bit if that's all you wait for dinner but like we all indulge now and again at a party and get too far into the dip. I think there's a little bit more work. You know, there's a weird condiment in the UK called salad cream that's like not quite mayonnaise. <laughs> and I still that's don't really understand what it is. That's the tagline. It not quite mayonnaise. The, yeah, the British, by the, the way, are, are like fucking get. monsters. Oh, that sounds that bad. All are so, so unhealthy. So maybe they're salad cream. Oh, salad cream. Maybe... Maybe this is like the uh, police department isn't mayonnaise so much as it is like Russian dressing or something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah, it's Thousand um, Island. Which is, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'll <laughs> allow that. It's in within the mayonnaise sphere, though. I think we have yeah. to agree that it's it's at least mayonnaise adjacent, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's egg-based. It's egg-based. <laughs> Eggs. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm really glad I, I made up this bit because it, it maybe the more interesting discussion is just, and, and we're having it already, is just what qualifies as mayonnaise. Or but not let's talk, for the purposes like, of shit our... about Helen's is so clearly mayonnaise. Hotel LaRue is so clearly mayonnaise. It's the same. No, it's, it's not. not. No, I disagree. It's not. I totally LaRue disagree. No, no it's because the aren't same they like joke. a bunch of like hookers in, in a French hotel? Yes, yeah, mayonnaise is, is wholesome. Mayonnaise is wholesome. What? Sorry, Since sex when did mayonnaise. It's not wholesome. It's not what? wholesome. This is when the oh, Hotel LaRue, you mean? Qualification. Hotel Aru is not wholesome. Yeah, I didn't exactly, know you yeah. had to be wholesome to be mayonnaise. I thought it was yeah, just yes, like this. Yes, you totally boring. do. No, and no, that's no, why no. it's wholesome. Yeah, that's why I think Kalina and I agree with, about a, a rough definition of mayonnaise, which is that it's like wholesome. It's like it's, it's not offensive. Nice. It's not offensive. Well, it's know. easy. It might you might even think of it as kind of Canadian in that same way, you know, in that it's like wholesome and lighthearted and funny and you know, I, and but it's but it's not too complex, you know. I would um, I would put it to you that not everybody has such a positive relationship with the police pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are these all plasters. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're 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 concerned with real estate property values. Mm-hmm. You know they're good they're good wholesome Canadian boys. <laughs> okay, well I think I've belabored that point enough. I'm really glad we had a I chat really about like that. 
talking about how each sketch refers to a condom. <laughs> this needs to be a recurring sketch. I, I, I'm decreeing. Well, okay, fair enough. Well, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to characterize mustard sketches later or something. Yeah. What is? What are the yeah. Sizzler sisters? Are they like a kind? Sriracha. They're full on. Yeah, sriracha. yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're a hot sauce. <laughs> what, is, what about Sizzle. Buddy? What is Buddy? Is he like a Dijon Ooh. mustard? No, Buddy Buddy's is, a cocktail. No, Buddy is horseradish. Mm. Yes, yes. I was just about to say horseradish. Damn, feel my brain. <laughs> that's yeah, that's good because he's a little bit spicy, but like a like a like a fresh spicy. Yeah. you know. The thing is, you also you know what like cops could be? They could be a tartar sauce. Chick- <laughs> chicken, oh, la- chicken lady. By the way, is ketchup. <laughs> it's fine in certain circumstances, but if that's all you like, you're just so lowbrow. <laughs> we look down. Yeah, upon I met you. someone. If you put it on a steak, put, you're a problem. Who put yeah. ketchup on their salad? Oh, I, I, I oh. clearly you need salad cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've really gone into the weeds now. Let's rein it back in oh, here. Uh, let's go back to our keep tried and going. True. <laughs> no, we have a well, new okay. segment, Hans. You're not the host uh, yeah, anymore. This segment, is running away yeah. from you. <laughs> no, no, this no. one's called and Running now? with Scissors, and it's Hans tries to host a podcast. <laughs> Now, 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 now. Okay, so now that we've all agreed that mayonnaise is good and delicious, mm. let's uh, let's move on, please, and talk about our best and worst kids of the episode. So, mm. Kalina, who in your mind gets the honors and dishonors this week? Um, I mean, they all did really well. No one pissed me off all too much, though I didn't really like the alibi sketch with Kevin. Mm. It's not that he didn't commit. It just, like, wasn't that funny. <laughs> but, though, like, as I started to think about that, I'm like, ooh, which one was best and who did best? It just made me realize that there is a total like crime uh, jury like courtroom yes theme to the whole episode. I didn't realize that. I thought about um, doing a, a whole segment about you know like Law and Order sketch comedy yeah. unit, you know because this this is a very Law and Order heavy. Well, episode, just like I couldn't the think previous of... episode was about the phones, or that was yeah. episode yes, three was yeah. about yeah. phones. Yeah, and that's what I think. This one actually had a more of a format type theme than the other one, but I couldn't think of anything interesting to talk about with regards to that. So. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, we, we got there in the end, so it all worked out. It just took me a little longer to get there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's been the name of the game, Kalina. So, oh. so I'm like, Scott Free. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for people who didn't catch it at first, uh, we have the cold open where the jury is made up entirely of ex-girlfriends. We have Buddy in jail and uh, the No One Is Guilty closer. And um, yeah, definitely legal theme. So the thing that I'm going to give best kid to Dave, um, great again as a straight man trying to be polite and chicken lady. And then as a doofus court judge, he just carries a few of these on his back where I think Mark has kind of been that person in the past. And it's mm. nice to hit, see him not necessarily trying to like be the shining child star. So um, <laughs> yeah, but Mar- Mark is a close second, obviously, for chicken lady. I love what you said about Dave as a straight man and chicken lady, because watching that again, I kind of don't like chicken lady. Like, I don't think it's terrible. Yeah, that one makes me feel That weird. one makes me feel weird for very different reasons. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's that line where he's like, you can either have a beer or drink out of the toilet. And he's like, oh, a beer, please. Oh, God. Or like when she offers him an omelet rather than gravel and grubs. Yes, yes. Um, she's like, straight out of my body and onto your plate. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Dave was great in that. There's a scene where uh, a reaction shot where it just cuts to him blankly staring at her with wide eyes. 
And it's it is amazing. <laughs> and he's of course yes. incredible as Jerry Sizzler. <laughs> so I'm gonna put it between Dave oh, as a as a shout out too. I love the cold open with Bruce because I feel like that came from a real place where they were like, You're a real asshole to your girlfriends. And they were like, No, I'm not. I had good reasons. They're like, No, you're a real ass like she comes to our apartment. You're a real fucking asshole. I felt to like your that sketch would have worked better in retrospect if it had been Dave, because it would have been truer to life. Oof. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, but I think that Bruce was probably a Oh, I'm sure he was little, a shithead. Little shithead. Yeah. Um, I love Kevin. Kevin is great at being Jerry Sizzler as well, the backdrop. Yeah. And I, I have to disagree with you, Kalina, because I love his alibi. It's like, yeah, that are a great dump. I, I love the line in the the alibi skit where he's puts his arms on his head. And he's like, yeah, nothing like that. Or a great dump. And it's just yeah. like, there's something about it that just... No, the, the line, Stu, which I love is... Of course, a nice big dump's pretty nice, or something like that. You know, what I mean? it felt a lot like his delivery on. Don't you know who I am? I'm Buddy Fucking Holly. And like, <laughs> yeah. The revelation. Oh, was I've, great. I've actually got the quote written down here. It's of course a big dump is pretty good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so nice. Um, Trevor, how about you? Favorite uh, favorite boy? I think as everyone's sort of highlighted, all the boys worked their butts off on this episode. Um, mm. And so I don't think anyone could, could ever be given worst boy. And if I had to give someone best boy, I think it's going to be Mark. Because as people have mentioned already, Chicken Lady is introduced here. And even though it may not be our favorite, that's their ketchup. Like, that's their most iconic condiment of all, you know? That's true. <laughs> the, everyone yeah, knows be, Chicken Lady, you know. Everyone knows uh, Head Crush both mark bits yeah no yeah, uh yeah. it's it's really just us being snobs when we try to pretend <laughs> that this show is all about like some kevin sketch where he pretends to be a ballerina <laughs> because that's not what this show is about for most people it's about no, the dumb yeah. you know what bits. i like being a kids in the hall hipster i want my deep album cuts <laughs> i insist yeah. i like them before they were chicken lady. exactly i like yeah. it as a ballerina they were always head crushers. They, from episode one, had that character in there. This is where that the is other true. big character, Chicken Lady, gets introduced. So we have to acknowledge that. Yeah, that's true. It is interesting to think of them as like, a sh- like we, we I, I think we all appreciate Mark, but we, we appreciate Mark for his other characters. Like, mm-hmm. we don't tend to love his, I mean, we, we do appreciate his head crusher and his Chicken Lady, but it's also, like, f- interesting to remember how important they were to literally saving the show like they were yeah. so iconic mm-hmm. that they they kept the show on the air when it might otherwise have gone off and we kind of like threw it away now and they got him huge. one great season on snl <laughs> yes great mm-hmm. season on uh-huh, SNL. the best mm-hmm. nice slow clap um yeah i i think i agree with a lot of what you guys have said i think um i would say you Stu had the right of it maybe i think it was Stu, or maybe it was clean i don't know I give it to Dave this. I give it to Dave this week. I cool, thought yeah. Dave. I thought Dave really uh, had a had a great episode. His uh, his you know his Sizzler sister is always good. His I I wrote down that his lipstick is distracting. Like his whole <laughs> his whole facial expression and the whole and like just the way he shoots his sister and then is like Jerry, you've been shot as if like he had nothing to do with it. Um, was very nice and and honestly the the chicken lady you know okay Mark is doing this crazy character but the thing that makes that sketch funny is is Dave's blank eyed like terrified expressions yes. were just perfect he was so goddamn good in that you sketch. know I would say Dave um, and to a lesser extent Bruce like need to like get more props when we're talking about the show just how men. great Absolutely. they are at being straight men yeah 
Yeah. Well, and that's where I was going to say, I also like Dave in the final sketch where he's the judge as nobody's guilty. And that's where I was going to give my shout out to Bruce as maybe my second favorite character from the episode, because his straight man, where he's just incredulous talking to this judge was so good. Where He's like, I mean, I considered that they might be lying. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like petulantly kicking the judges uh, like dais there yeah. uh, being mm-hmm. mad. And and he was nice as uh Nice as as one of the police officers and I and like his like police so, officer a lot. Actually, yeah, I like his so police officer. So so I give I give best boy to Dave with a shout out to Bruce and mm-hmm. and agree with you, Trevor. There were no bad boys this episode. Yeah. They were all good no boys. boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I want to circle back to and say that Bruce is charged with being an asshole is probably one of the best. <laughs> like this is the the for, fourth wall is broken down and they're all just making fun of Bruce right now. <laughs> that was his line. He's like, in my defense, I probably had reasons. <laughs> in, in my defense. No, it was I, uh, guilty, Your Honor, but with very various good, good excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, speaking of breaking out at the end of the last sketch, No One's Guilty, uh, when the judge, Dave, just says, and buddy, I really like your monologues. <laughs> and then Bruce says, to be honest, I find your monologues a little long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love in that in that last sketch, Kevin has a really nice moment. I I, I also really loved Kevin. I loved his I loved his uh, life's greatest moment bit. But I love when he gets off scot free and he's and he's about to leave the courtroom and then he says, "Oh yeah, my murder weapon!" And then he goes and grabs the gun on the way. <laughs> oh <laughs> it was, god, it was a good little Kevin line. Um, all right, well, finally, before we get going here, let's choose our standout sketch with a rating out of five ex girlfriends. Stu, why don't you kick us off? Ooh, five ex girlfriends. I, I gotta go for the bank, Robbie. I'm gonna give it four yes. mismatched shoes out of five. I, lo- I love that, like, change them up, change them. Yes, 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 pass them around. My favorite part of that sketch was the, you, fall in love with her. Yes. And then they just do. It was so nice. Creating romance wherever they go. Uh, uh, Trevor, what about you? I think that uh, trial where nobody's guilty gets my four out of five ex-girlfriends. Um, mm. and, yeah, obviously no worst sketch in my mind, but uh, this one is uh, leading up to like something I think that we're going to talk about next one where I was like, oh, man. We've been so hard on Dave, but I, I think Dave is actually my favorite kid now. I don't know. Oh, He's so, I, yeah, I think interesting, I think interesting, and potentially controversial opinion. I know we'll have to talk about that later, though. I think, but yeah, it was <laughs> okay, such okay. a good Dave sketch. That sounds like it could be a whole segment, Trevor. Yes, I think it might be. Kalina, how about you? Yeah, I mean, um, in terms of standout sketch, I've got to give this also to Sizzler and Sizzler yeah. again. Um, I've sometimes felt like holding up a bank just so I can skip the line and deposit my goddamn check. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this Sizzler and Sizzler sketch is not as good as the first, but I'm giving it four unendorsed checks out of five. Nice, nice. Uh, you know, I also, I did love Sizzler Sisters. I, I don't think I, where did I rank them? I ranked them slightly lower than some of the others, even though I did quite like them. Uh, another thing we haven't talked about that I loved from that sketch was um, when Kevin is pointing, I think a wallet at people as if it's a gun and they're like, not, they're not at all concerned. And then, and then Dave comes in with like, gun. if you could just humor him and assume that he has a gun while he's pointing the actual gun at them. And Dave's <laughs> delivery of that is just so delightful. He's like, please just humor them while he's pointing a gun in their direction. Like, if you could I do just, me a I personal favor. I feel like that's favor. representative of their actual relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Um, so I... I weirdly, I did love that sketch, but I did have it ranked slightly below a couple of other ones. Uh, oh. 
So I think I think I'll probably give it to the chicken lady blind date in this one. Um, just because again, I just I'd love Dave's expressions all the time. Um I like I also like, and we haven't mentioned this, the idea that the chicken lady is incredibly strong. Like when when <laughs> yeah. Dave's at the door and she pulls him into the room and he flies across <laughs> the entire room and slams into the far wall. Like I love that she's like some sort of beast in that way as well. Um Dave's expression when she offers, you want a beer or you can just drink out of the toilet? And he just looks deadpan and says, a beer. <laughs> a beer. Which is just is such a great expression. Um, I do want to give a couple of uh, also ran shout outs, though. I mean, I, I love Jury of Ex-Girlfriends. I loved a trial where nobody's guilty. Um, but I also really loved Nice Day, which was just that mm. little police sketch amuse-bouche where they're like, Hey, you know, it's a nice day. Why don't we walk to the scene of the crime? You know, um, all great. So I actually gave all of the aforementioned sketches uh, for four ex-girlfriends out of five. Four minutes. You really like using that term amuse-bouche. You you use that so frequently. Because he's thinking thinking about interstitials. <laughs> Amuse bouche and interstitials a are like my my, my, filled with my uh, finger my verbal fingerprint words. Oh. They're like my they're the lodestar to my Mike Pence. You know, that's um, that was a lot of references all at once, but <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's a few things I actually want to mention about the chicken lady sketch that I really did like. Is like when he's like. Oh, you know, it's it's really nice. I, I can't stay. I can't and then stay. Chicken Lady's like, sure you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. squawks like a yeah, real chicken lady. Also, I did you guys read this in, in, in Paul Myers' book? Apparently, I think they tried to do some sort of rendition of Chicken Lady or some sort of derivative on SNL, and it like totally flopped. Yeah, oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's not SNL they, material. They, they at said all. that part of it was he was kind of like uh, off his general game because he'd been sort of accosted by. Uh, Courtney Love, I think, who what? was on the show, and yeah, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it might. that does sound like someone who had a costume, Mark McKay. And it was she was flipping out because he was in the Chicken Lady uh, costume, and she loved Kids in the Hall, and was a guest on Saturday Night oh. Live. And was like, oh my fucking oh, yeah, god! She does sound like she would be like a predatory, uh, you know, musical guest or something. <laughs> Maybe cut that. Out. <laughs> Courtney Love, predatory musical guest. Official, official Kith and Tell position on the issue. We're officially anti platform for litigation. <laughs> All if right. If you want to stay in my good books, <laughs> and you <Yeah>. do. <laughs> <laughs> want to stay in my good books <laughs> very nice very nice alright well that will do it for our season 2 episode 5 review please join us again next week for our season 2 episode 6 review which will be hosted by Trevor thank you for listening to Kith and Tell bye everybody bye. 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 bye also we should start telling people about our twitter <laughs> <laughs>